0: and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that isn't here to fuck spiders. I am your host that doesn't mess around, no fussy Dan, and joining me today is a man who gets shit done, it's Mr. Doody Dutrim. How are we, sir?
1: I get shit done. Uh, yes, professionally you do. and creatively. Um, I like to think of my arsehole as a self-serving soft-serve machine.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, two guys, one cup. Um, Here we are today. We're here to talk not about uh, soft serve. Uh, We are here to talk about video games and video game news. Uh, We're going to start off some news items this week because it's it's big week for news. First cab off the rank. Black Friday sales are happening today. And that means also that Steam's selling some shit. Mm. Um, So welcome to the Steam autumn sale where everything is on your wish list is knocked off in price and your wallet cries. Cries itself to sleep at night. Um, there's a lot of good stuff, as there always is for the Steam sales. I think I might have bought about four or five new games uh, that have been on my list for a while. Um, Question is, so yeah, now is the time. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, right? You always have <laughs> like, add add to your wish list, you buy it, and then you never play it. Yep. Add it to the pile of shame. Mm. But at least I got it cheap. So uh, that's, that's the time. important thing. Um, So I picked up this week, I picked up uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. The worst Metal Gear Solid game. Whatever, I think it's the best Uh, for seven bucks. um, The best best is the first one. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, I uh, also picked up a game called Motorsport Manager, which looks looks quite fun. It's a sim management game uh, where you manage a Formula One racing team. Pretty fun. Um, That was like $7 as well. Um, What else have I picked up? Uh, A game called Yes, Your Grace, uh, which is this weird sort of pixel RPG. Kind of like... Did you ever play Two Kingdoms? No. I saw Uh, it on Game Pass, but I never played it. Two Kingdoms is fantastic. I highly recommend playing that. That is a really... It's just this game that has these really interesting mechanics. It's really low stress. It's actually quite beautiful and relaxing. So very similar to that, but a bit more um, RPG, Mm -hmm. um, a bit more story involved, which is uh, pretty cool. Um, And I also picked up a game called uh, The Universum, which I'm very excited to play. So Universum is basically... Uh, it's like a city planet builder kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you develop your culture, your your society, and you uh, manage them up to a point where they uh, develop space travel and travel around to different parts of the universe. So okay, yeah, it's it uh, looks pretty cool. I'm very excited to get into that one. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a I think I think they classed it as a god game. Um, so you kind of you don't have direct control over a lot of stuff, but you kind of just control the impacts of what goes on with your society. So yeah, like Morgan Freeman says in
1: Bruce Almighty, you can't control free will.
0: Sure. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. That's the reference I was looking for. <laughs> Glad I got help, uh, yes, buddy. Glad I got help. <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. Um, it's, it's really interesting. Like, a lot of the games I've actually taken off my wish list because there's uh, stuff coming through uh, games uh, Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one that was on discount was... Um, uh, what was that? Yeah, um, the Tycoon game that's coming up? Zoo Tycoon. Rollercoaster Tycoon. Um, um, typhoon no, Tycoon. No, no, no. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> I'll remember it shortly um, when I check it out. Um, but yes, there's there's a bunch of stuff that I've taken off my list um, that has come out on Games Pass or is coming out soon on Games Pass. <laughs> Evil Genius, that's the one. Ah. Evil Genius 2. doesn't um, have Tycoon so in the name con- at all. Sure. It's a tycoon-ish kind of game with, with evilness as the thing that you're mining. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's coming up very soon as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, have a look at the games that you can't get on Games Pass and see if they're cheap because they usually are at this time of year.
1: Yes, I've been meaning to pick up The Floor is Lava because that just looks like a fun platforming game.
0: The Floor is Lava? Okay, yeah, yeah. cool.
1: You can play that at home on your own. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yes, but my wife doesn't like me jumping on the couch.
0: (laughs) Get off the couch, gets the spray bottle out. (laughs) Just water spray. No, no. No. Bad duty, bad. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, But speaking of things that you can buy that are out at the moment, Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Yes, that's 10 years old now. Shit. Yeah, so uh, they had a 10-year anniversary edition that launched, and that's available now. If you're wondering whether or not you should buy it, um... I don't know. Is the is the answer to that question? Um, it's a, it's very interesting to see how they've uh, they've updated this one. So, I believe it's selling at the moment for twenty nine ninety five. Now, nice. I'd recommend maybe if you hadn't got a like the ultimate edition, I think it
1: was um, uh, was the recent like, version of that. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's um, yeah. The the, the Ultimate Edition had pretty much everything that this does in it. You can upgrade your uh, current version of Skyrim to the Anniversary Edition by paying an extra thirty bucks, or if you're buying it outright, it's like it's eighty dollars for the whole thing. Now it includes. It's, it's a lot of money. <laughs>
1: um, game, it
0: includes yeah. all three DLCs, so Dragonborn, Hearthfire, and Dawnguard, which were part of the previous release. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, but there is all like the main stuff that you're getting into for the anniversary edition um, is all of the Creation Club mod content. So oh, they started yep. something called the Creation Club. They previously, at some point, they charged people um, to to get it, um, and now it's basically free uh, free content once you've you know you've got access to it. So they have Added that all in. They've got some new content from the Creation Club. Um, there is some new access to paid content that hasn't been previously released, um, and you get a brand new fishing mechanic. Um, so, if you were interested in spending more time in Skyrim um, and hadn't had enough stuff to do, now you can go
1: fishing. I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't necessarily knock Bethesda because people keep buying it. It is a fun game. It's 10 years old and it still plays well. and It's great. So... Yeah. Um, I can't really... I think it also has, like, HDR and you know, so many frames per second. It's It's been upgraded in that regard as well. Um, yeah. So
0: And that's part of that that mod stuff. So a lot of the mods yeah. that have been coming through the communities have allowed for HD uplifts and all the rest of it and beautiful ray tracing and stuff. There's, there's some amazing things that people have been able to do to the game to make it look more beautiful. Yeah. That's now all been applied. So... Um, yeah, you you can just run your standard editions or your special editions. That's fine. This anniversary edition gives you a little bit more access to some of that cool content that you hadn't had previously. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I I would suggest it's one of those ones. If you had like the vanilla version of Skyrim, probably a good time to update it. I think some of those DLCs were fantastic as well. Um, I really enjoyed Dawnguard. Um, Hearthfire was cool because Hearthfire was the one where you could build your own cabins and homes and stuff like that. So that was pretty amazing. Mm, that was amazing. the first DLC from memory, yeah. Yeah, Dawnguard was the one with like, you know, werewolves and vampires and shit. So that yeah, was you, could, cool you could basically too. turn
1: yourself into the bad guy from um, fucking Underworld 2 and have like, those like, big demonic wing spike things coming out of your back. It's pretty cool. Like it,
0: it was a really fun DLC. It was one of those ones that I actually played through. I had two two uh, games going. So yeah. One either side. So you play the werewolf and you play the um the vampires, and that was fun. It was really good. So, look, I mean, Skyrim is a good game. There's a reason people keep playing it. There's a reason they keep releasing it because it's fucking good. So, um, and as as annoyed as you might be, I've, I've owned. <laughs> three versions of this uh, the standard playstation version uh, the pc version the special edition and also the vr
1: version on playstation so jesus christ
0: i'm 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 partly to blame but it's a fucking great game it's, so yeah uh, if
1: you've uh, never played skyrim before it, it's also quite accessible as well i think you can generally give it to a 10 year old and they'll be fine well look it's
0: one of those games like i played a lot of rpgs and gone through a lot of, and a lot of them can be too much and like, yeah, I think you're right. Like accessible is probably the really key word for this because it it does allow you to be whatever level you want and really enjoy it. And it's it's easy and as it's, it's as easy and as detailed as you want it to be. So yeah, yeah I've yeah I've had fun with it. <sighs> I want to play some more actually. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough Skyrim. <laughs> Going back to another game that uh, is also top of my tree. Um, it is Dead Cells. Um, So they have released uh, a new update for Dead Cells. I think this is something like their 15th or 20th update. It's something huge anyway. Um, So they've released an update called the Everyone Is Here update. Um, And they've done a crossover with multiple different universes to bring in a bunch of different uh, content into the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, So games like uh, other indie darlings like Blasphemous, um, Skull the Hero Slayer, Hyper Light Drifter, Waka Melee, Curse of the Dead Gods, and Hollow Knight. Um, so now within the game, you can get a whole bunch of new skins um, and also weapons, like signature weapons from those other games, which is pretty fantastic. Um, so I started playing that again last night.
1: Awesome I don't think game you need an still excuse to
0: play that game. Exactly right. Yeah. And do you know what I found, Duty? I found something that you'll be pretty happy with. Mm. It's a Piccolo skin. Dragon Ball Piccolo. So Yep,
1: right, <laughs> yep. Mine, he's mine got me
0: on board now. <laughs> he's got a, he's, I thought you'd like that. It's a piccolo skin outfit that you can you can find for um, the headless uh, guy. So that's pretty cool. There are a bunch of new different costumes, new different weapons that you can get into this game. Bunch of new areas and uh, people to fight. It's just great. It continues to be great. It is literally the flagship uh, indie game for the last like three four years. So. Yeah, if you're into any of those other games, uh, basically it's it's mostly just the weapons and some skins that um, make you look like those characters, but yeah, the weapons are pretty interesting and fun. Um so you can pick them up throughout the game and obviously they get the same sorts of upgrades as uh, the rest of the weapons do. And it really gives you a nice little a little hint at some of those other things that you um that you may have played and enjoyed before. Oh, if there's uh, a Piccolo so yeah. skin
1: I might have to I might have to play it. I know, I think I've got it on PC. I think you bought it for me for my birthday I last year, or something did. like that on Steam, and I still haven't gotten around to playing it. Still hasn't played it. I got. It, I do videos on every game that I play, and it's just like I just I, I keep churning out fucking shit. So now I need to take a look at Dead Cells. Oh man, take a look at Dead Cells
0: and just see what an excellent game it is to you. So that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, yes, yeah, so there we go. That's the news for this week. Lots going on, duty. Um, we are brought to the people. By Culture Shock Collectibles. The number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Quite right. Have you bought some new toys this week? <sighs> uh, so, what I've got ordered.
1: <laughs> I've, uh, I've fallen into the hype train that Michael from Culture Shock has pulled me into. Of the McFarlane figures. Um, so, I have the Batman Who Laughs pre-ordered with the three Robins. Uh, sure. I have a Flash and Red Death on the way. I have a Devastator Batman on the way. I have pre-ordered uh no i have a, a batman on the way i have a green Lantern and dawnbreaker on the way uh and i have a merciless on the way hey. i basically need the drowned and murder machine and i've got all the all the evil versions of batman very cool yeah okay Excellent. I like
0: i like evil batman
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I just read the um the dark Knights metal event and the the origin stories for all these characters and as i was reading I'm like you know, if you if you tell someone that like, oh yeah, there's a there's a there's an Aquaman version of Batman, and he's and she's evil, and you know it's it's a it's a gender role, and it's like, oh well, what's her name? It's like it's Bryce Wayne, and I told Eden, he was like, oh god, and it's like, and he loves Sylvester <laughs> Kyle instead of Selena Kyle, he's like, oh, oh Jesus Lord. fucking Christ, and it's like, yeah, but she dies because she gets into, he dies because they get in a war with Atlantis, and then batman make you know starts a fucking war with aqua woman and it or batwoman starts a war and then it's it's really fucking cool shit And as i was reading it, i'm like i need to get all these figures and put them on a little shelf so they look fucking dope <laughs> um, but there is a new Transformer that, uh, that's up for pre-order That uh, I'm contemplating as well It is the Jurassic Park pack I don't know if you've seen that I saw that one I was, I was like, yeah, surely you're going to talk about that. Yep uh, It is um, basically the T-Rex for the recently released Megatron from the Beast Wars toys Just painted like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park And then it is the Ford Explorer uh, as a Autobot And it is the names of the dinosaur of The characters are uh tyrannicon rex and jp93 i mean i feel like they could have done better and f- for the for the autobot name rather than just jp93 like it's it's a i mean they all have names like they have proper names it's not a name for an autobot exactly kind of right. gave up <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, the Ecto one is ectotron i'm like that's fine yeah that works um so and uh, and uh, the delorean is gigawatt
0: perfect yeah fine uh I mean they, they yeah, giving it a serial number is just not as cool, but yes. I mean it does look pretty cool, especially as the Tyrannosaurus head is like literally one of its arms, so that's Megatron, like baby. That. That's Megatron from Beast Wars.
1: <laughs> that's it that's his whole shtick. It's pretty cool. Uh
0: yeah, so there's that. Um I did also see the um the Bad Batch uh clones. They had a a bubble Funko uh, yep. Pop set for those. Yep.
1: They're pretty cool I like those There is the new Spider-Man No Way Home Hot Toy set Which is It's a a pretty penny It's about 650 bucks Of course you get The Spider-Man Hot Toy But the base That it comes with It's a diorama base And it comes with The Doctor Octopus Tentacles coming out Of the side of it And pumpkin bombs Dropping and exploding On the base Um, So it's like this Sort of scenic Diorama base And you can actually see What Spider-Man's new suit For the film is going to be Um, Mm. So yeah Cool There you go
0: uh, so check them all out at com. your number one stop for your nerdy collectible needs. Dirty, this week we're talking about a game that we've both been playing and both been enjoying um, mm-hmm. for several, several hours. And it's not Pokemon. Um, you, <laughs> you, you've been enjoying it, um, well, a lot. I've seen you doing some streams, you've been doing lots of stuff.
1: Yes. So please tell the people what we're talking about today. It is Jurassic World Evolution 2. Uh, It is the sequel to Jurassic World Evolution 1 that came out a couple of years ago, uh, and I have a special relationship with this game. Um, I've been cheating on my wife with it. Uh, No. um, (laughs) This was the game that, well, the original Evolution 1 when it came out a couple of years ago, this was the game that, you know, made me reach out to do freelancing reviews and all that sort of stuff, and this got that ball rolling sort of for me. Um, and originally as a kid, back in 2003, I think the game came out, it was called Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, which is exactly the same as what it is now, but it's just, <laughs> it's you know, it was an original Xbox game and, you, and it was an original sort of PC game and now they've just remade it revamped it they've you know made it in a new setting a new world and all that sort of stuff and it's it's mm. fucking awesome um yeah. so yeah it's it's a it's a park building game um where of course it's like zoo tycoon or fucking roller coaster tycoon or whatever the fuck it is you want to talk about but um you're managing your own Jurassic Park and you have to manage not only the dinosaurs you have to manage their temperament, their needs What they need and what they can and can't get along with You need to manage yep. the guests Because not only are guests just coming in to view dinosaurs But there are some that are mega rich That want to have the mega rich experience And there are vegans that if you upset the vegans you, you, You're you upsetting <laughs> vegans um, But there's all these different elements That you have to manage at the same time On top of challenges that come through You get potential lawsuits You get people wanting to buy you out You get all these little pop-ups that come through As well as like storms and shit like that That can completely just fuck up the park um yes it's a load of fun it is it is of course this the sequel ish if you will to the first one and this the big thing that this game adds is it adds lagoons and it adds in aviaries so you can have flying dinosaurs and you can have swimming dinosaurs that was the big thing that was missing from the previous game yeah
0: yeah so that's 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 been pretty interesting there's a a lot more of the I think if we look at the differences between this one and the last game, mm. there's a lot more micromanagement within the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're, you're having to do a lot more direct management of things than you had previously, and a lot of it less than the dinosaurs i think it, it focuses more on the scientists that support you so like the scientists are basically everything to the park they do all of the research they do, or do all of the missions all the rest of it you have to manage their, their well-being and you know how they're feeling mm. and um yeah you know, and if you don't have the right types of scientists you can't do things whereas previously if you had enough money you could just kind of click through and do it yeah, now down you down actually have to yeah. specifically assign people to do it and found that to be like some of the micromanagement elements of this game a little bit frustrating um because it it added a new level of i don't think it needed to be in there right i don't think that level
1: of detail needed to be in there yeah previously Um, it was just like three departments that you managed it was like security entertainment and scientists and that was it and if you you know neglected the security aspect well then they wouldn't keep you know the pens fucking regularly maintained so you just need to sort of the spinning plates of those three departments where now it's just, it's not spinning plates of departments, it is the spinning plates of each individual scientist because if you neglect yeah. to tell someone to go on a break or have a rest or whatever they get pissed off and they either ask for more money or they do a Newman and they sabotage you
0: <laughs> and look I have a real problem with it, them taking a break as well. Like, basically, they have a, a level of stress that, you know, you do an exercise and it adds a little bit to their stress. And once their mm. stress bar f- is filled, uh, you have to uh, you pay for them to go on break, essentially. And it costs you $75,000 of, like, game, in game currency to send this person on a break. It's like, hello? The fuck is going on here? Are we paying they, they them? They already to get a salary. Like an-
1: Why are we having to pay them to go on break?
0: Why that much? Like, it's, you know, if somebody took a day off, like, yeah, and it's not even, it's like, yeah, they might disappear for, I think it's like five minutes or something like that. Not even, yeah, yeah. Know, like, yeah, and in game time, that might be, say, half a day or a day, whatever, you know, that equates to. But, $75,000 for somebody to take a day off like come on it's
1: just silly <laughs> that, that, it's- that's actually a really good point as well is the money system in this game it's like when you when you start certain challenge modes or you do the not necessarily the sandbox mode but it's like build your own Jurassic Park you have $7 million to to you know start building your park and, and and then from there you need to make your own money Or whatever um, And then it's it's just like I don't think 7 million dollars Is enough to make your own Jurassic Park I'm fairly sure you need the billions of dollars To be able to t- make a fucking Dinosaur <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think like there there's just some weird dollar equivalencies within this game. Like it just seems to be a bit strange. Like I I got to a point where I was on a particular map and I was developing Tyrannosaurus Rex for, you know, to go in their own pen and I, you know, synthesized a batch of eggs and got them going and it cost me something like 6 million dollars to, you know, release three Tyrannosaurus Rexes into the park. And that's like... But you 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 start off a live... You build an entire park... For less than that kind of money, and and yet these specific dinosaurs cost a lot. Like it doesn't seem to have the balance of what things cost at the you know, at the right level. Um, it seems to work within the mechanics of the game. Like you can understand, okay, that's what it costs, and I just do it. But it just doesn't seem to feel right when you're when you're playing it. So
1: yeah, it's it's interesting as well. Like if you the way that the game works is um, and. There's a campaign. The campaign's pretty shit because the campaign is basically just... It teaches you the small nuances of how to manage a dinosaur's needs. It um, doesn't teach you how to build a park. You need to go into the actual challenge mode or the chaos theory mode, which is like a what if Jurassic Park worked yeah. or what if San Diego and Jurassic Park 2 worked and stuff like that. Um, but that teaches you then how to, how to create a park and how... And it'll give you challenges like... To progress to continue this challenge mode you need to have a t-rex I'm like okay cool so you need to research and find out how you need to get a t-rex and it's like okay you need to research a entire chain of carnivore research to get to the t-rex that's at the end and then once you've done that it's like cool you've unlocked the expedition area to go and get the fossils of the t-rex okay cool it's four million dollars to send out a crew just to dig for dinosaur bones and then it's like six million dollars to make the dinosaur and i'm sitting there going Why is it four million dollars to send a crew out to go digging? Like hundred thousand, two hundred thousand—that makes like that's fine, but not four million. Um, Yeah. So that that was a bit weird for me, especially when you spend like you know two hundred thousand dollars, four hundred thousand dollars, unlocking the research to actually go to a dig site.
0: Yeah, it's uh, and this is what I talk about that micromanagement stuff. It just there's this just these levels of detail to get to a certain point that. It feels like it's overworked and it feels like a lot of busy work to get to that. And you're kind of just churning through that. And then, okay, I want to research a different dinosaur. So I have to do these 80 different things to get to that one point. That feels a little bit too much work. And I think they're forgetting the fun of the park itself. Like that was something the the streamlined processes of the first game made it a lot more fun and accessible to play. Yeah, it felt like you're building a park. Okay, I'm doing all this stuff, and now it feels like you're running a science institute. And it just doesn't. I don't know. I think that's that magical balance between the two. I think has been lost a little bit.
1: Yeah, there 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 are like once you and once you play in creative mode, just the sandbox mode, you don't have to worry about money and all that sort of stuff like that, and it's easier to manage the dinosaurs and everything. But um, if you want to just start the game, jump straight into creative mode and just have fun it's a problem because you need to unlock the T-Rex, the Velociraptor. There's like 75 different dinosaurs in this game. And in order to unlock them, you need to research them in either the uh, challenge modes or the, uh, the chaos theory mode. Um, so if you just want to go in and have fun and and not worry about resources, well, it's like, well, you do need to do the challenges to get them. And it's not overly, they're not hard challenges or it's not tedious challenges. It's the same thing. You're building a park, you're managing expectations, all that sort of stuff. Um, but it is cool when it's like, you know, this 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 game is a massive time sink because I've had, you know, I've said to myself, mm. I'm just going to check on the T Rex pens, then I'm going to log off, you know, I've I've, I've played uh, enough, and then it's like, all right, T Rex is a fine, oh, there's fighting breaking out in the Velociraptor pen. What's going on over there? Shit, someone's tried to pick a fight with the alpha. The alphas fucked them up. Now they're running around yeah. with you know heavy lacerations. I need to send a fucking med crew. Into a Velociraptor pen To scan them And there's like the med crew's under attack Now I need to send in a helicopter to tranq everyone Now I need yeah. to move the fucking the dinosaurs And then by the time I was like Alright, I'm logging off This is it It's like, hey, your herbivore pen uh, You put small gates around it instead of large gates And the Brachiosaurus just walked over the gate And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake And before you know it, You've been playing the game for four or five hours And what feels like 20 minutes It's it's a lot of fun But it's, there's so many things you got to manage yeah yeah, and I think that's, yeah, the
0: the level of, of detail and, and what you have to do to get to from point A to point B is probably where the time sink comes to it. Mm. Because what you do is you, you start off at this very basic idea, okay, I want to you know develop a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and then you have to go through, you realise you have to go through about 20 different steps to get to it. And that's where your time sync goes, and you you but you get into this mode of oh, I have to finish this before I log off because
1: I'll forget where I'm at otherwise,
0: yeah. and so you just have to like you churn out these, and then you're like two hours later, you're like oh shit! It, like it, it,
1: it is really cool as well, like um, when you do unlock the you know the T Rex or the Velociraptor or whatever it is, and you set up a fucking dope pen for them. You go, all right, I'm gonna make them the center attraction for this for this area, and then. The T-Rex gets let out and you get the awesome cutscene of it walking and you're like, this is fucking cool as shit. And then you get a ranger team to go in just to check it's, you know, it's you need to check on what the dinosaur needs. You'd So you need to periodically send ranger teams in just to check on them. Uh, and it's like, yeah. hey, the Velociraptor doesn't have enough forest. And you're like, oh, fuck. And, like, you, every dinosaur has, like, a, a, a manage rate. So, like, the herbivores, just give them food and water and they're fine. They don't give a fuck. But Velociraptors are the most fucking fussiest motherfuckers there are in this game because they like they have they need to be basically 80 percent happy or they're going to jump the fence like that's that's mm. their thing and it's just like all right well let's get rid of this little bit of water let's add some more trees and then they go ah there's not enough water it's like for fuck's sake add this in change this out ah, there's not enough free room and i'm just like jesus christ it's just it's, it's oh. so hard managing some of the dinosaurs. I gotta say, the dinosaurs in this game are a lot bitchier
0: than the dinosaurs in the last game. Yeah. Um, basically, with the the first uh, Jurassic Park Evolution, you could put in like you know it was a herbivore pen. You could do a herbivore pen, yeah. And, and you could just chuck in a bunch of herbivores into the same place, and they would all work together, and they'll be fine. Mm. This game, they are much more, um, much more focused on relationships between different types of dinosaurs yeah. and how they interact. And so you can't just chuck them all in, and because they all eat fucking grass. You know that doesn't work. So you have to put in, you know, the right type of vegetation for them to eat. You have to make sure that the types of dinosaurs they're in there with they will get along with, because Mm. otherwise they will start fighting each other and getting injured. And you know they will fight each other as much as you know carnivores will. So it's yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And then there are um, individual traits when you develop, you know, develop your dinosaur eggs and synthesize these dinosaurs. That you know, they could have unexpected traits that would basically mean normally they'll get along with other dinosaurs, but some you know, they might have a trait that says, Oh well, they just dislike everybody. And so unless they're in there with their own kind, they're just gonna eat everybody.
1: Yeah, it's, so I think really interesting. can only get along with T Rexes and the uh the compis, yeah. little green. yeah. Apparently no one likes compisaurs. So
0: they must taste like shit because apparently they go with everything. They go with <laughs> they go with absolutely
1: everything. And the, funny they are thing the thing chicken is, of
0: the dinosaur world.
1: I, I I don't know if you notice this as well, but any time uh, you need to move a dinosaur, if they're sick or you're just changing their enclosures or whatever it is, you send in a helicopter that tranks them. And then you send in a different helicopter that will pick them up with like a, a gurney crane and move them to yeah. wherever you want to move them. Uh, yeah, it makes sense when you're picking up a T-Rex, Velociraptors, you know, very dangerous dinosaurs. But when you move the compies, they still use the crane. And if you zoom in, it's this little chiclet hanging off a giant like you know a crane that's supposed to be used for a fucking triceratops and it's just like dude just stick them in a fucking box in a van and move them it's a cat like pick it up (laughs) it's I found that fucking hilarious so they had like 12 compies i'm like all right i need to move them and put them in isolation because they're diseased and it's just like all these helicopters with cranes carrying these little tiny fucking dinosaurs i'm like really dude really like oh okay it would have been a lot cheaper just to put them in a van but um, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had so much fucking fun with this game Like it's not as necessarily as, as chaotic-y fun As the original Operation Genesis that came out Because what I would do in that game This is how I would just reap in money Is mm. I would make a large soft drink $1 So it'd be like yeah. oh, I'd get fuck loads of money from there But then I'd charge $15 to go to the bathroom ah uh, okay <laughs> so, i'd get fuckloads of money in minutes because people would be going yeah free water or free coke whatever and then it's like yeah you want to take a piss that's 15 dollars, thanks and you can't do that here but you can still you can fuck with the the audience that you have so you need to be yep. careful with the vegans because if you put a vegan food outlet uh next to the t-rex pen where there's being goats being eaten they're going to be upset so you generally want to stick them with the herbivores you want to put the the thrill seekers going you know in the in the ford explorers going through the the dilophosaurus pen and all that sort of stuff like that um yeah it's 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 a fucking dope game i'm i'm really enjoying this
0: yeah look i think it is it is very fun it's it's very involved um, there are, like you said, the story mode is very disappointing. Mm. I think it kind of hints as well at the, the direction the movie is going to go. Um, so it's going to be this whole, you know, it is a Jurassic world now. Like there's going to be dinosaurs everywhere and they're just kind of dealing with, with that the chaos. Dinosaurs. Of that. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, dealing with the chaos of that happening. Mm. Um, so I, I think, you know. It's it's really weird though because the story mode um, is is in this game is so you know very science focused and then you get into the real game and it's like oh yeah you know, the rest of the game it's like just just you know make a theme park again so it kind of missed the point like yeah. it's it's two different styles of game and I just don't you know I was playing the I was playing through the story mode going eh, it's okay and then I was like okay chaos theory that's where it's really at that's yeah where and it's all narrated by really Jeff Goldblum as well. Well yes, he shows up yeah, briefly, you know, phoning it in.
1: <laughs> He's, yeah, every, every time you start a mission in Chaos Theory, it's 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 Jeff Goblem narrating over the start of it and then that's it. And then you'll get yep. uh you'll get Bryce Dallas Howard or you'll get uh wish.com Chris Wong. Pratt, Uh BD Wong <laughs> is in it. Uh, yep. as well as uh they get uh, Simon Masrani, who was the uh, basically the John Hammond esque character from from Jurassic World who flew the helicopter straight into the aviary. Um yep. So, yeah, yeah they, they had those sort of returning characters, which it's. I, I found it so interesting. because like you've got Bryce Dallas Howard, you get B.D. Wong, you get Jeff Goblin, but you, for some reason, some unknown reason, whether he cost too much money or whether he didn't want to do it, Chris Pratt said maybe no. And it's just like, dude, you're going to be Mario. You're going to yeah. be Garfield. Why not do voice acting for a character that people aren't going to hate you for and just do your mm-hmm. own character in this game?
0: I, yeah, I, it astounds me that he, you know, didn't show up for this one. Like, it just, of all the things he didn't show up for, this was it. Now, it's just, it's, it's very weird and pretty crazy for him to, to not be part of it. But, yeah yeah I oh, look, I think they they try and obviously let um the the non-superstars do the heavy lifting for uh, for the voice work in this one. Mm. but um you know it's it's good to see some of them show up at least and yeah, you know, be part of uh, be part of the community. I think you know, they, they had the same issue with that first uh, Jurassic Park where Chris Pratt wasn't in there. It's the same guy from that one. so yeah, in- interesting choices there, I think. and at yeah. least, I mean, maybe just don't include that guy like put a different guy in there do a different voice or something
1: i mean you could it's- you could have done um i can i don't know the character's name but you could have done uh the like chris pratt's like second in charge of the velociraptor pen the um the the i think it was i think it was french um yeah. i'm like that guy he's fine like he knows raptors just as well as chris pratt and yeah. like he gets a raptor to stop fucking attacking him in the movie so you could totally yeah. have him um so yeah, but, uh, like, th- I think the only big negative for me, and I don't know if you had this as well with this game, is the map sizes aren't overly big. Um, like, the challenge yeah. mode in Chaos Theory is, like, make your own Jurassic Park or make your own Jurassic World. And it's like, well, I'm limited to the size that you've given me. And in the films, mm. it's it's a whole island that they manage. And in this, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's, you know... There's 75 different types of dinosaurs you can have. There's no fucking way in hell you can have them all running around at different pens at once. Um, and and the, yeah. the annoying thing as well was, you know, we can now have you know, we can now have the Mosasaurus, which is awesome. It's dope, but it needs to be inside a lagoon pen. Where in the film, it's it's in an enclosed area of a bay. So it's got all this fucking room to go around where, and this is like, no, you're stuck inside a fucking swimming pool that you can't, you can't just put a giant fence around like the, a bay or something, which would have been cool.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you on the map size issues and like, you know, they they have these really specific, you know, um, links between different areas on the map as well. Mm. And so there's almost like little islands of uh, places you can't develop. And it it seems really weird, like you've got this whole you know big space, but yet in the middle of your map, there's still parts you can't either purchase or own or redevelop. Yeah. So that yeah, know, so it's it's some weirdness in the the uh, the spaces that you're being offered. It would be nice if you can go. All oh, right, well you can have additional area. You have to purchase that though, or you know it's going to cost you ten million dollars to buy this part of yeah. land. That'd be cool, like you know expanding out, but. Yeah, you know, I think confining the space that you work to is is kind of the ch- one of the challenges of the game. Mm. Um, you know, it's that balance of hey, I'd like to put in fifty million pens and have fifty million different you know a, a species in each different pen, and it'd be great. But the challenge is to try and you know make you or force you into that boat of you have a very confined space. You must use you know your skills to manipulate it to be multiple different animals in smaller pens. Yeah, you know that that kind of thing. So it's it's the challenge and the balance of the game which I think it presents it's uh, like it's not great in in some instances but in others it's really cool like it just gives you that extra little bit it just it would be nice. Like there was uh, the map that I've been currently working on. Basically, has like three big st- open spaces that are connected by like really narrow um, pathways. Hmm. So really, all you can do is put a road up there, so or you know uh, um, the Flip train part. lines, oh yeah, so that people can get through. You can't really develop in there, but they they basically leave you like it's just these connecting strips. It's like surely if I own this much space, I would have all of it, and I can develop the yeah. land around it. It's, and it's it's, it's
1: just yeah it's really interesting work. when you when you do the the chaos theory mode on Jurassic world where it's like you make the park from Jurassic world and you yeah. you look at the the space they give you and it's just like you cannot make the Jurassic World Park in this space because, no. like, there's the giant fucking lagoon in the middle. That's like this is where the Mosasaurus is supposed to be. Like, there's yeah. you can't recreate that shopping strip that you know goes up to the to the visitor center in the middle. You can't do that. You can I'm sure there's some people who've made some really creative, cool shit, but you can't make that massive expanse sort of feeling to it. Um, that's probably my only major major negative because then it's like, all right, well, yeah. if you want a T Rex pen, that's great. Or if you want velociraptors, no problem. You can have them. Velociraptors need room to run; otherwise, they are jumping the fucking fence. And if velociraptors yeah. get out, they people will get eaten. You will get sued. You will lose money. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, look, there's yeah, there's some good elements to that. I think they they can be quite fun. But yes, very interesting to see how that's uh, that's playing out at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah. Look, um, let's give it a review because I think it's time. I. I I have enjoyed this game. I've um, I find it fun. I, I I struggle a little bit with like it's. It looks pretty. It, um, it some of the mechanics are really good. The dinosaurs look cool. When it remembers, it's a, a like a, a theme park building game. It's mm. it's fun. I think when it, it tries to make you manage scientists, you know, relationships and you know, it, you know, all the scientist stuff. I think they, if they took that out of the game. It would be so much, uh, so much more accessible to play. It would be you know less tedium, um, and especially like if you're starting new maps. So if you're tra- starting the, each of the challenge zones, you have to research everything all over again. Like it's just you should be able to research it once and unlock that for the game. It's it's very tiring having to go through that process over and over again. Yeah, to do multiple different scenarios. So that that can be it can be a little bit exhausting doing that. Um, I think it's a, a worthy successor to the first game um, and has put some really good quality of life improvements in there. It's not probably the jump I was expecting, but it's it's still a, a really fantastic game. And like you say, the elements of adding in the um, the uh, water dinosaurs uh, as well as the flying dinosaurs, really, really good to try new things out. So I've, I've really enjoyed that aspect. Um, I've, I've had a lot of fun with it. I'm going to give it a uh, four out of
1: five. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same score as well. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with it. This is a game that, it's you know, it's uh, it's unlike uh, Formula One for us or, or or Battlefield or Call of Duty or something like that, where this is a game that you can simply just pick up, play, you know, sink hours into it, and, and there's no I need to get good, I need to get better, I need to get faster or or, or whatever it is. It's it's just yeah. a it's just a nice time sink, and if you love the Jurassic Park game or uh, movies. I highly recommend picking up this game. Um, mm. Even if you're a dinosaur fan in general as well, it's it's pretty cool because you can change like the genome structure and all that sort of shit like that of the dinosaurs, which is is pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree, and uh, and give the same four four out of five. Excellent.
0: There we go. Mm yes so there we are but um it is uh definitely a fun game definitely something you should pick up if you're into um sim games if you're into theme park games uh, if you're into jurassic park i think they it kind of ticks off all of the boxes there don't buy it if you're into chris Pratt because he's not here
1: <laughs> he's not in it also uh, don't don't play or don't get uh, pokemon shining pearl or, or brilliant diamond i think if you played it in 2006 because it's the same game with animal crossing graphics so yeah, there's your there's your quick one word <laughs> review of on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I will just mention as well. I
0: played my version on uh, PS five. Um, yep. So there are there are console versions of Jurassic World uh, available as well as the PC. Yes. Um, it's some of the uh, accessibility things that they've like c- controls that they've added in there. Um, are a lot better than the first game, and it does like some of the sim building games. It can be really hard to do on console. They've done a really good job of porting across those, uh, the functionality mm. into a controller rather than the mouse and clicking and all the rest. Of it which is usually, you know light years better. And look, I would like to also play this on PC, but I had a really good time playing it on console, and it the, the controls. Uh, a lot better than some of the other sim games I've played. So yeah, definitely if you're if you're console only or whatever it is, it's still something worthwhile picking up.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things as well. Like when you see you know RTS style of games coming up on console, you're like, that's going to play like absolute shit. Um, yeah. And it, it's good that it, that it works on on console. I played the Evolution One on Xbox because it was free with games with gold one month, and I just went fuck it, mm. and it was it was fine. And then but playing this now, I played mine on PC, and it was you know it's what you expect on pc you know you can rotate and move things a lot quicker and a lot faster but i've heard that the the accessibility and the button mappings are really good and intuitive for for a controller
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's it's definitely one of those ones they've done a good job on um and makes a difference Mm. but there you go there we have it Uh, that is jurassic park evolution 2 Anyway, is it? Yeah. No Jurassic yeah, world. world Evolution to. Jesus. Come on. Um, so yes, if you're uh, interested in that, get that now. Um, that is us for this week. Um, it has been fun. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing next week, but it'll be something just as excellent. Probably reviewing all of the games that I haven't played in the last week that I picked up over the steam sales. Uh
1: I'll probably take a look at Forza. I still need to fucking get my head around that. Oh, that you
0: still need to get into Forza. Yes, there we did There you go. We might talk about Forza next week. Um, until that time, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if you've got a Velociraptor loose in your park,
1: just watch it for a little bit because it's kind of fun watching it eat people. But it is fucking fun watching them chase sad people. I won't lie. <laughs> uh, this is Judy reminding you that only the, Diloph- the Dilophosaurus can only handle two jeeps, not six. So don't put six jeeps in your Dilophosaurus pen because people will get eaten and spat on. Ha 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 ha.